I know we're talking about Destiny. Yeah, that's that's. But there's a okay. lot. There's a lot to. So the, uh, like most of. I'm it, not prepared. Most well, let's of put it this way: you Do you can... guys do you guys want to run down or do you want to wing it? Let's just wing it. I'd rather wing it. I'd do better winging it. Okay. The yeah. only stuff I'll give you to think about is at the end of it all. I'm gonna ask you guys uh, some Uh-oh. stupid shit. <laughs> Get it out of the way you, now, Are you Bradley. guys getting any of this? <laughs> <laughs> His picture is frozen, and I'm getting really quick little clips, but I still don't I, know what he's saying. I, yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. he's saying either. Well, that's fantastic. He is really studying that paper, though. <laughs> 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 well, now he's looking at us, gazing into the. That is the death the stare. <laughs> that's that's the deep Mike Bradley stare. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to like catch up, like I fast know. forward all of a sudden, and then he's like, he's there. <laughs> It'd be funny if he's just not moving, <laughs> like he's fucking with us, right? He just decides to shut up and stand still for a little bit and see. Oh, he's trying. Some something's nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I think he's live now. I've got a new position, but he's still not moving. <laughs> there you go. Oh, he's live. Oh, there oh. he is. He's back. Yeah. I could hear you guys the whole time, so I was just posing and waiting. <laughs> <laughs> He was fucking with us. Welcome to another episode of Brian and Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is Andy Stoles. What's up, podcast people? Mike Romano. Podcast people? <laughs> and Mike Bradley. I'm going to stick in solidarity with Romano. I was a little bit uh, disappointed with the podcast people today. That was it. I know. I'm a little <laughs> upset with you, Andy. You can do better. Take two. <laughs> We letting it ride? I was gonna let you try again, Andy. No, oh. we're letting it ride. Yeah, <laughs> making fun of Andy was better. <laughs> but we're letting this ride too. That's right. We we make no mistakes. We just roll with it. It's all good. <laughs> That's it. Um, all right. Perfect. So this week uh, is going to be all about Destiny. So this is. I'm going to start at least by saying this is an episode that's been a long time coming. We don't do as many video game theme shows as I would like to, uh, but this is one of the things we've. Well, the majority of us at least play the game on this show, so it's one of those things we want to talk about we never really got around to. We want to give our thoughts on Destiny 2 shortly after release, but we want to at least try to sim- let the game simmer, I think, before we started talking about it. And then it kept getting pushed back and back, and we had, we had other topics that we started to cover, and partly because we couldn't get you know, the right group, I guess, on to talk about Destiny. We're still missing... Eric Beresford is missing in action. He's He is my and Romano's... The rest of our fire team. That's who we usually play with. Those the three of us. So we, I tried to get him on. He he declined. So we're we're two of three for the fire team. And our alternate, our first alternate, Jason Snyder. He doesn't. Oh, that's right. Do this. <laughs> he ain't even gonna listen to this anyway. No, it's not even worth the shout out, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Zelda. <laughs> 
so the fine the time has finally arrived. We're gonna dedicate this entire episode to Bungie's first person shooter with some MMO RPG elements. Um I could try to go through some background of the game, try to summarize what it is, how to play it, some of the development cycle. But honestly, if you've picked this podcast to listen to, you already know all that, so I'm not going to waste your time. If you're a fan of this game, that's probably why you're listening, to hear a bunch of mediocre amateurs talk about the game like we're experts. However, yes, we do, I feel like, have our resident Destiny expert on the show, Mr. Darth Pooey himself, Mike Bradley. Darth. Oh, you have to introduce me as Darth Pooey. I have to. Yeah, you got Damn, you got that's got to stick. Okay, you know what? I don't mind that. Um, <laughs> and I, I, expert, I don't know. I've just wasted more of my life playing Destiny than I think you guys have. <laughs> yeah, um, that's sort of where I want to start because I, I know, I'm, I, I know you've been prepping, so I'm going to hand this over to you in a minute. What I wanted to check with everybody and sort of just get a baseline to sort of see where we're at, um, as far as how much we played and stuff like that. So I have a couple questions I'll just throw out and we'll go around and, and sort of answer them. Um, when did you get into Destiny? Whether it was one or two, how often do you play? How far into one or both of the games have you progressed, and what is your primary character? So whoever would like to start answering those. We'll, we'll Wait, start. run by me one more time? When did you get into the game? Either Destiny okay. 1 or 2. Okay. How often do you play? Okay. How far into one or both of the games did you progress? Okay. And your primary character. Okay. So. I might as well get it while it's fresh. Go for it. <laughs> I started Destiny, Destiny 1 when Destiny first came out back on PlayStation 3, but somebody, uh, Brian Labick, I will remain unnamed, <laughs> uh, talked me away from PlayStation to getting an Xbox. You make it sound like it's a bad thing. Yeah, because I can't play the goddamn Spider-Man game, game still. <laughs> At the time we did that, you had no idea there was going to be that Spider-Man uh, game. We knew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's, I mean, that's how long I've been playing. Um, how frequent, I, I mean, when it, when you know, before before I got Assassin's Creed at Christmas, uh, I was playing just about every day, or relatively close to it, for probably at least you know an hour or two a day, yeah. just to kill some time. Um, and then I I'm I'm a a warlock, and I still like my uh, void class. So how far in void how class. far into one and two Destiny one and two did you get? We did everything in one. I know that. Okay. Because that was after I came back and got Xbox. That's right. We started over when with I you the, when we I bought the Xbox One, right, and we right. start yeah, because I had to start all over because I was in PlayStation. Um, and we, so we you guys did, did all the raids everything. and everything. Yeah, we did all the raids and stuff like. Because I remember when we when we first watched the Destiny Two, it showed like like at the very beginning, it showed like your your stats from the first one, and yeah. I, it was like it was, they kept showing Friday team it was Brian Labick, Eric Burst, <laughs> Brian Labick, Eric Burst. So yes, we made it through all the all the uh, raids. And the second one, we haven't even touched raid yet. Yeah. But we've done everything else. Yeah. Uh, Andy, where are you at with all that? Uh, re- questions repeated? I can do that. No, I started with uh, Destiny 1. Um, I dabbled a little bit with the raids in Destiny 1. Didn't really get too far other than that. Um, I play on PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. Um, Destiny 2, uh, I've done just about everything except for the heroic Mercury quests and the raid. Okay. And I probably play between three and four times a week. Okay. Primary character? I am a hunter. Nice. Uh, Bradley? Okay. Um, 
I played Destiny 1 basically from the time that you, Brian, told me that I needed to start playing it. <laughs> um, yeah, because that's right. You came into it late. Yeah. yeah came I came after I, you, I, I didn't. Yeah. yeah, I was Rise of Iron. Um, yeah. So I, I started with Rise of Iron, and uh, Brian talked me into it. <laughs> and Apparently I'm the instigator for everybody. That's just what I do. Yeah. Well, it, it worked. He, he's since tried other things, talking me into other games, and some of them yes, some of them no. I still want you to bite on GTA. I keep trying. You you do keep trying. (laughs) Maybe someday it'll work. But (laughs) um, I uh, got through pretty much everything in both of the games. Um, Thanks to Brian, this is a year later. Well, year and a half, 18 months later, and 400, 450 raids. Something like that. I kind of obsessed a bit. Um, (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) I've done each of them once. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I, I got obsessed with doing the raids. I just, the, the raiding is what I play Destiny for. Um, the stories, story in Destiny 1, you know, the, it was there, I played for it. Story in Destiny 2, same thing, but by the time I got to raiding, I felt like that's what I wanted to do with the game. That was, I felt like where the most depth in the game was and what I had the most fun doing. Um... So yeah, I've, I've dropped a lot of time in a short time span into yeah. Destiny. Um, I main a Titan in Destiny 2. Uh, I also have a second Titan in Destiny 2. And I also have a third <laughs> Titan in Destiny 2. Um, I had a Warlock at one time in Destiny 2. I had a Hunter at one time in Destiny 2. Basically just did those to get the achievements. Um, Destiny 1, I was 100% Warlock. Uh, had no... Yeah, I mean, that, that was my main for that one, but I felt like Titans were more my thing, Destiny 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alright, so end with me. I started playing Destiny 1 on 360. I think it was probably shortly after it came out, if not day one. Um, eventually upgraded to Xbox One, started playing on Xbox One. Went through the majority of the game. I know we did all the raids. I don't know if we did, if I did all the raids on, like, the heroic... Like, the harder difficulty for all of them. But I definitely did at least complete all the stuff in Destiny 1. Destiny 2, I did most of the stuff. I think I'm probably around the same place Romano is. I know we've we've done a lot of this. We finished the stories, all the all the different stories, even Osiris and all that stuff. Um, I haven't done the raids. I think we've tried Prestige, Nightfall, and some of that stuff a couple times, but keep getting our ass handed to us, so that's few and far between. We still haven't finished those. Um, how often do I play? I When it first came out, it was probably every couple days, then it got to be like every week, and and now it's been to the point where I've taken probably a week or two off in between and come back to it here and there, but... So, that's probably something we can get into later. Um, talked about my progress. Primary character for me, I think Destiny 1, I bounced... I had one of each in Destiny 1 and bounced around a lot between all of them. Started with a Hunter. I think I eventually sort of settled on a Titan, so when Destiny 2 came around, I was, I've been Titan primarily and haven't really... I started. I actually created a hunter and warlock on Destiny Two, but haven't got them up to speed, so it's still mostly been all Titan for me. Um, all right, so at least you know we we run around. That'll give you you know an idea of what kind of Destiny experience each of us has had up to this point. Um, so I will hand it over to Darth Pui, who is actually prepared for this. You introduced me as that twice. You had to get it in multiple times. Oh, it's, it's never gonna get old. It's never gonna. Get old. <sighs> For you, um, 
<laughs> so what I'd really like to try and talk about, guys, is where Destiny's at right now, how we feel about it, where, you know, where we stand on things now and what we like, what we don't like, and then talk about the future and see what's coming up for Destiny, what's going to change. I mean, just yesterday they put out their timeline with changes and lots of big changes coming. Um, last couple this week at Bungie reports have been telling a lot about what's coming up soon. So we've got a lot of new information about what they're going to do with the game. But let's start on where we're at now. Um, so first question I'd have for you guys <coughs> is, um, what do you guys think of the story so far? Uh, you know, they did overall just Destiny 2, or are we talking Destiny, Destiny 2, like combo? Destiny 2. We'll talk about, I mean, we'll assume that everybody knows and has had opinions for a long time about Destiny 1 on all this stuff, but the newly formed opinions from the Red War and Curse of Osiris storylines. Just the story in general, not the, you know, anything else. Just how do you feel about what they did with the story? Go ahead, Andy. You started. Um... I really enjoyed playing through the Red War and fighting Gaul. I thought that it was vastly improved over Destiny 1. Um, I still enjoy going back and playing the Meditations through a Korra Ray. Um, that being said, I feel like Osiris is such a figurehead to the story and, and the background to everything that they kind of copped out a little bit in the Osiris story part. Um, it was fun and the bosses were fantastic, a lot of fun, but I just, I feel like Osiris needs more fleshing out. I want more Osiris, basically. Needs some more Odead Fair love. That's... Yeah. Can, could listen to him all day, really. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's, it's very easy to listen to him. It's kind of like Morgan Freeman, he could read me a bedtime story. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, Romano? Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, I guess I, I fall, I guess, in the same, you know, category as Andy. The kind of, the, the you know, I, I get it, yeah, it was an expansion pack, the, the exp first expansion with it, so that I still feel like they could have did more with the story, that part of, of, of Osiris, but um, the, the Red War was awesome. I, I, I enjoyed playing that a lot, like immensely, like I, I didn't want to actually stop playing the story mode, but, um, and... Yeah, I mean, just the 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 change and just just the scenery and just just how like you you know you lose your powers, you got to get them back, and I, I think kind of having to uh, I'm a start over but not start over, you know? I, I guess that's kind of how you explain it. I, I think making it almost like a brand new game, kind of. I think that that was one of the disappointments a lot of us had with the story at the beginning, at least was how it was a little quickly, tedious. We, well, yeah. just how quickly we get back our powers. It's like they're gone, and then you know. Before you even really start the campaign, yeah. you have your powers I guess it's been a while, again. so I guess I'm kind of, yeah. But, but I mean, it's a cool idea. I just wish we yeah. had to play a few missions without powers. Yeah. I mean, that, that was something that I thought would have been cool to change Destiny up that much that, you know, now we have a couple of missions where mm -hmm. you got to go through this and you got nothing because they took it. Yeah. I never. No, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, it would have been pretty cool. I mean, I also see where they're coming from, too, for at least from a de development standpoint, where you're trying to introduce new people to the game that didn't play Destiny 1. 
And one of the fun things about Destiny 1 is using your superpowers. So if you don't get them back for half the story, all those new people that are like, what is all the fuss about? I thought you would be able to do cool shit with your characters. You don't get to do anything yeah. until halfway through. Well, especially because, you know, all the promos is, like, the the big dude with the fucking flames throwing flaming swords. I mean, yeah, you know, the, shit the like that. Yeah, Captain like, America shield and all that stuff, yeah. yeah. They show all that stuff, and yeah, if you start playing it, you ain't got like, crap like that. And it's like, wow, that's, <laughs> what am I going to do to get this, you right. know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed Gaul and that storyline the first mm-hmm. time through. I enjoyed it when I played it, and now that I'm like, oh, I have to make two other, I want to try to make two other characters, but I have to slog through that fucking story again. It, that always seems like an unnecessary grind to want to play that again. Not that I hate it. I guess it. if I was doing that too, I guess it probably would not be as yeah, sought after. <laughs> it's not bad when you start, but then it's just like, okay, I just want to get my new guy up to level 20 so I can start using all my other shit and, and sort of feel like I'm finally getting into the game at that point. Um, the Osiris story... I, I remember liking, I couldn't tell you what the hell happened. I have no recollection, and it's largely forgettable for me what they were trying to tell in that story. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I fall with it, too. Well, with I, that and... weird infinite forest thing, there's so many weird, strange possibilities that I think it, it is confusing. <laughs> Plus well, there's, there's, there's like a different, a, a bes- like, I'm... There's, like, a Beskrillian Osiris's, so you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a sucker for, like, time travel stories, but because we're just, like, hearing it, and we're not really seeing a lot of it, I feel like I get confused as to what's happening and why, and I can't wrap my head around it, and then I just, like, okay, it's I'm just gonna go here and shoot stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I personally felt the same kind of way. Red War, I thought, was incredibly well done. I thought there was a lot of um, really good things about the original story with Destiny 2, and I feel like there's a lot of what happened in that that we're going to see happen with story down the road. I like I don't think, you know, like, did the speaker actually die was always something that was in my head. Is he actually dead, or is he coming back? What What's the deal with the speaker? We don't know. Um, I think things like that were really cool. The cutscenes were really well done. Um, I do miss Grimoire. I know a lot of people don't and they want more story played out for them i like the mystery that was involved in grimoire um but as far as the osiris campaign goes i really felt like half of it was almost like half of the plan seemed almost like let's see how many times we can get oded fair to say panoptes on uh, Mike here and uh, go with that. It was it was repetitive. Yeah, <laughs> very repetitive. <laughs> and I I felt like there needed it needed fleshed out more. It felt more like Destiny One story for yeah. Curse of Osiris than the Red War did, which I like. With there's grimoire behind it for me to go and discover the rest of the mysteries that are going on that are causing things. Why is this happening? That happening? And when there's not, it feels like it falls short of that. So... I think to me, some of it was like just level design. Like every story mission and every strike you do on Mercury sends you through the Infinite Forest, and they're trying to tell you that this is a different time and a different scenario. And meanwhile, you get in there, and everything looks the fucking same. Yeah. <laughs> and you just run past all of it. Right. Yeah. How do I tell the difference? Just point me in a direction to shoot stuff, and I'm okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I feel like that's definitely the case. Is the, the Infinite Forest, I really hope they do more with in the future. 
Yeah. Um, I, you know, I was honestly, when it was coming out and they were talking about it, I was hoping we were getting some kind of horde mode out of Infinite Forest. Um, yeah. And oh, that would be slick. It would. But it may be in the future. Um, because I do have a quote later on talking about those kinds of things are making their way into Destiny 2. Um, so, overall, I mean, I think it, it seems like it's a fairly unanimous decision on that, that the Red War was a really great storyline, and Osiris fell kind of short. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, other things to talk about right now with Destiny 2 is the strikes. We, we have Vanguard, Heroic, and Nightfall strikes, and... For me right now, I don't see a purpose in doing Vanguard strikes when heroic strikes are available. Um, I and I feel like that was Destiny 1 as well. After a certain point, once you got to a certain level, the Vanguard strikes became useless. Yeah. Um, and it was heroic strikes, nightfall, or nothing. Um, but that said, how do you guys feel about the current seven strikes we have on Xbox or eight that Andy has on PlayStation? Oh, you bastard, that extra strike. <laughs> What strike do I have that's extra? <laughs> you uh, even know. The lake strike. The lake of something. Something lake. Hmm. Ring any bells? Nope. I can't remember. <laughs> I honestly don't have the name of it, but it's, it, it take, it's on EDZ. Um, it's the Taken one? In the EDZ, there's a Taken one? Yeah. Then, yes. Probably. Okay. That doesn't sound familiar to me. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that you have your own. Yeah, it's, it's got a big, um, the Taken, uh, Cabal, Shield, Phalanx Sky boss at the end around a big pool of weird radioactive ooze stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. You guys have not done that one, I take it? Uh, no. We no. Have, uh, I did not know that I had that. an exclusive, sorry. Yeah, that's an exclusive strike. Yeah. Another reason yeah. why I should be mad at you, Brian, for making me go away from PlayStation. Well, it's that's a timed why. exclusive. We'll get it in a year. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be we'll be way behind, but we'll get it. We'll get the Borealis, too. Well, that's an exclusive as well? Yeah. Andy's like, I have all this, all this exclusive shit that I didn't know What's about. Borealis? What's that? An, Borealis is a sniper. sniper rifle that you can actually ah. change the um, uh, energy type. By just holding triangle in. I would kind of like the, uh, what is it, the... Um... Hard light. Hard light, yeah. Yeah, but hard light, you have to go in and change it yourself. Oh, that's right, like yeah. For yeah, the yeah, yeah, you can do on you the fly. do it on the fly, yeah. That's pretty cool, but and I don't use a sniper, whatever, rifle, but that's pretty cool. Whatever um, the reticle picks up, it'll it'll have, like, the color change, you know, like, if you're on solar, it'll be orange. If you're on uh, arc, it'll be like that bluish white, and if you're on void, it'll be purple. So you just change it, and then you look, and you're like, "That's not the right one." And then, just, <laughs> <laughs> then you miss your target anyway. Yeah. If <laughs> <laughs> you do like a third the damage that you'd want to, because you're using a sniper rifle, is your heavy. It, yeah. That that that's a problem that they're assessing as well. <laughs> but trying to beef up the sniper rifles. Yeah, snipers, fusions, shotguns, all that kind of stuff. But, um, so what do you guys think of strikes so far? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't mind playing them. I, I think I was, I think the biggest thing for me was I was jacked off that when, like, from the get-go, you had Vanguard or Nightfall, nothing in the middle. Yeah. I think that was the dumbest thing. 
Like, why would you, you know, why would you not have that there? Yeah, because I, I vividly remember me, Romano, and Eric trying to play some Nightfalls because they seemed like they were more our light. Like, it says, I think it said, like, minimum light level for the Nightfalls at one point was, like, 270 or something. Yeah, and we were all, like, 280. Yeah, so we're plus. rolling in at, like, 290, almost 300 light level, and we're like, oh, we can cake this. And we get our ass handed to us, and then you're looking at the enemy types that are killing you, and they're up above 300, and you're like, why the fuck does it say 270 is the level if every time you play it, it beefs up to match you? That the, the that, entire that game does the shit that, out of actually. Um, so regardless, of, you can't out-level your competition in this game. Um, so you go in, like right now, the Prestige Raid is down at 300. And you go in there, and it levels you right down so that the Prestige enemies are just as difficult as they were before the update. Yeah, I mean, so I guess it, nev- th- it was never, I guess, is more apparent to me. Like, if it does it in the rest of the game, maybe I'd notice it more if we did raids and stuff, but... I never noticed as as much until we started trying to play the Nightfall and just kept getting our asses handed to us. The only way that I noticed that is when you go and you start um, exploring or, or doing um, the Flashpoint or whatever, the enemies that you just find when you're doing patrols and whatnot are never easier, ever. No matter oh, yeah. what level, okay. what light level you are, they're they're never easier. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that that that's something that I like and I don't like. You know, what I mean, like I want there to be some content in this game that I feel extremely overpowered to be doing something yeah. where you know it's like okay, I got through a stressful raid. Let me go and just like pub stomp some ads real quick in the EDZ. Yeah. Like, let me just go one shot <clears throat> them with fucking sidearms for a little while and have some fun. Yeah, yeah, you that know? is annoying that you're not able to do that. It was like that in Destiny 1, too, because when they revisited um, what was the first raid? Vault of Glass. Vault of Glass. You went to try and do that, even though you were ready for the Taken King. Everything leveled right up with you, so it's like you couldn't go in that and, and like, fire team it or something. You know, you had to actually get a whole raid group that was familiar with it to actually go through it again. Yeah. Right, but come Rise of Iron, you could go in and kick the shit out of Atheon without much effort at all. Oh, uh, see, I Rise of Iron I didn't even bother with. Yeah, we, we need to go back to play Vault of Glass. We went in and we one-phased Atheon using only the Outbreak Prime. <laughs> like, all, all six of us just using Outbreak Prime were able to one-phase Atheon. And... <laughs> Jesus, it, it was, it, and that's just the amount of damage you do when you put it on those old ones. Is that you really did outlevel them by that much? You like it wasn't so much the ads or anything like that. It's just they they kept the health level of the bosses at the old numbers, but they let your damage numbers level with you. See, I'd even be okay with that. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah and that would. Start to make things easier and easier. I don't want to get stressed out playing. (laughs) I I really, I don't. I I play video games to de-stress, you know? Mm -hmm. That's why I don't play Crucible that much, because I can (laughs) look too stressed playing Crucible. (laughs) Like, if I just want to just go around and just shoot some shit, just let me go shoot some shit. Yeah. (laughs) And make it easy. Let me just just kill shit. (laughs) PvP is not the type of place to go when you want to just have fun and dick around. No. No. Well, gotta be, I gotta be in a certain mindset for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're talking, like, you know, the the heroic strikes and everything, and they're talking about 
modifiers being put onto them now. And they're talking about Nightfall is going to lose the timer, and they're going to add new modifiers to the Nightfall strikes. So they're turning um, it into Destiny 1. Slowly. Yeah. Um, and what came out uh, yesterday is that they're going to have um, what they called Nightfall scorecards. Um, which we don't... I'm assuming something like Challenge of Elders-like. You, you know, a scorecard of some sort like that. As opposed uh, see, to... If you, I, I, was, I thought I was interpreting... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, no, no, go ahead. I was interpreting that as like the strike scoring. Isn't that going to be a thing? Well, that's listed separately on their checklist. They they do have strike scorings coming, but then they also have, you know, the Nightfall Nightfall cards or something like that that they said. Okay. And the other big thing that's coming is Nightfall exclusive loot. Um, So evidently we're going to be getting some loot in Nightfalls that is the only place to get it is through that Nightfall. Um, No, I don't know if that means that each individual strike is going to get some specific loot put onto it for when it is Nightfall, or if that means that Nightfall in general is going to have something, some loot that you can get out of it just for doing Nightfall strikes, and it doesn't matter which strike specifically, but... How cool would that be, though, to have, like, a, a single piece of each of the different strikes that you can possibly get from each of the Nightfalls? That would be kind of cool. Tedious That's what as I fuck. was thinking. Tedious yeah, but, as fuck, but cool. Yeah, but it if gives you, you a reason of armor to into each one. Them, yeah. Like, you know, you get helmets from this nightfall, you get arms from this one. That'll get people coming back week to week to make sure they do the nightfall to complete that armor set. Especially if it looks cool. Right. Like they gotta make it one that people want if they do it that way. Like Yeah, that would definitely give me more incentive to try to even though I feel like I'm gonna get my ass kicked in the nightfall, it still gives me more incentive to try to do it. You know, Destiny 2, I've only done one Nightfall, and we failed miserably the first time. And the <laughs> second time, we did it with 5.13 left, so I actually was able to get the Rat King. Yeah, okay. Which is pretty cool. Well, you know, Brian, Mike, anytime you guys want to do the Rat King thing, I can get you guys through that any week you want. Um, but that aside... Um, yeah, so, I'd like to just get that little icon off my fucking thing, because it bothers me, because I can't <laughs> make it go away. It's taking up a slot. That that first week or two of Destiny, that was like an exclusive thing to have. I was very proud to have that early yeah. on. And, mm-hmm. you know, that that was something, you know, for me specifically, like, I remember taking a screenshot when I got the Nightfall <clears> done, and it was like 0.04% of gamers had the achievement by that time. So I was like, yeah. I, I was proud of myself for that. But it was also just fucking maddening to actually get it done that early. Yeah, <laughs> like and, it was and, and, uh, so fucking tough. Yeah, and, and nobody even uses the racking anymore. <laughs> no, no, nobody. Like once you get it, it's just getting it out of your inventory, and it goes yeah. in the vault, and you'll never see it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a slick looking gun, though. Yeah, it's cool. It yeah. sounds cool. When a teammate's nearby and the rat's eyes light up and shit, it looks pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like, no, I, did that. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I've ever like seen it like in action. So, cause none, none of us have it. So, I have it. Oh, you do? I, I do. I ran through a nightfall without you one time. You cheating son I of know, a bitch! I know. Is that Donnie? <laughs> Donnie and Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Cheating whore. <laughs> um. I so I thought I knew you. <laughs> it was one of those nights when you got off at like nine thirty, and I was still playing. 
Oh yeah, but now you know my pain. Cause you oh yeah, up at a normal time. Yeah, now right? now I'm right with you. Ten o'clock, I'm done. <laughs> so, what what modifiers do you guys want to see come in? Yeah, I mean that that that's a big question. Is like, do you want ones coming back from Destiny Two, or can you come up with any unique ideas that if Bungie's listening, they can steal your shit? You know. I like the yeah, burn if, modifiers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. I mean, they have a variation yeah. of that that rotates every 30 seconds, which, I, you know, I deal with that. I still would rather have it, I think, just be one stuck burn the entire time. Yeah. I, I want to get rid of the one where you have to run around to regain your your shield. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, momentum is rather annoying. Uh, the, it, it's such a pain in the ass. What, I feel like you're defeating yourself and playing the game, then. Because you're too busy running around to try to get your shield back. Yeah. What about the one where uh, you never pick up ammo for the the current juggler. one you're fighting? Yeah, juggler. juggler. Yeah. yeah, juggler. Juggler was annoying, yeah. but I liked it because it made you yeah. switch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Especially um, since you can carry two auto rifles now. I like right. that. And and there, I wasn't there a jumping one where... Oh, yeah, you took more damage, Double damage in, the in the air. Yeah. Yeah. You dealt more damage, but you also took more damage. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, those ones are cool. I'd like to see catapult return. Um, Which one was that? That was uh, grenades, grenades recharge, recharge faster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I knew it sounded familiar. I couldn't remember which one it was. Well, they do have one now that like your abilities recharge faster, right? Mm-hmm. And that works for grenades yeah. and melee and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's not quite what Daybreak was. Like, I feel like I mean, I think that's just a Destiny Two thing in general. Like Daybreak was the same idea in Destiny One, but I feel like. Like I would, like I'll go back and mess around in Destiny One now, and Daybreak was the modifier last week for the Nightfall, and well, that shit's still up and running. Yeah, yeah, it's still <laughs> okay. Um, and I, you know, I went into solo the Nightfall because, well, what the hell? And you, your super ability comes back incredibly fast with Daybreak by okay. comparison to what Torrent does. Right. But the grenades for Torrent, I feel like, come back way faster. I love being able to break. chuck grenades like every three <laughs> seconds. You're just chucking grenades. Yeah, yeah exactly. You must forget that you could throw them that fast. Yeah. <laughs> like I think I've made it through a nightfall when Torrent's on without using a gun. Just because doing a Titan with double pulse grenades. That's, you yeah, just, you just constantly. Uh, just yeah. like, That'd be nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my go-to. I love those grenades. But I'll give you another example of why that's great is you do a Titan. You put on the Hallow Fireheart, the exotic chest piece, and you run thermite grenades, and just don't use your super when it comes up, and you can pretty much just constantly throw a grenade. By the time the oh. grenade hits the ground, you can just throw another one. <laughs> That's awesome. So, it, it's, yeah, I love doing that, too. I feel like I'm missing out being a Titan, though. See? See? There's still time. Um, Make another one. <clears throat> no, dude. I'm too committed. I can't start ever. <laughs> too He's gone too far. Ever. He's gone too no. far. Somebody wants to come over and play my, my Xbox for me to get me back up there more than welcome to. <laughs> I'll run my level 2 Warlock with you if you make a Titan. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fast no, too. Shut down. <laughs> See, what what no, am I running? I, me. No. <laughs> I, 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 I'll recov man Meatball for 100 bucks. I'll get you up there. <laughs> Uh, so, what, do you guys have a favorite strike or one that you absolutely hate? I hate the one that uh, you have to jump up the darkness up the different platforms and you get to this level with the the weird powered shanks and the invisible 
Fallen guy. Oh yeah, uh, that's yes, the one everybody yes. hates. Fucking yes. hate that one because yeah, he fucking bum rushes. He bum rushes you, and then you're off the damn platform, and you're like, "Fuck you." That's the one on Nessus, Romano, where you go in yeah. through failsafe ship. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I, cause I you know, I don't think I've I don't, maybe only played that once or twice. I think you're lucky because yeah, I can't tell you how many times I start the heroic strike playlist and it puts me in that one first, and I just back I out and restart the search for yeah. a different strike. <laughs> Is it I can't tell you how many so times hard. I've played the one where you you fall down three times. You fight that one dude. You fall down. I I, I, I swear about every. Yeah, every time I play a freaking strike, that's the one I play. It's, it's I like, love I that play one, it though. That one is fun, yeah. It's all right, I, but I get tired of it because it's always, like, well, I, challenge I don't think, yourself. I, I don't think I've played all him, seven of them. Try and kill him before he drops down for the third drop. Like, before you get to the third spot, try and kill him on the second Yeah, I'm level. not that good, Mike. We're, we're not that good. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. I'm saying it, it's definitely doable. I, I'm sure it is, but no. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> the uh, PlayStation exclusive one is fun. I didn't know it was. Know, an, Andy. I didn't know it was. An we wouldn't know, but it is fun. I mean, when Andy. you guys, <laughs> when you guys do get it, uh, you will enjoy it. I believe. Well, yeah. At that point, it'll be all new to us. We'll be like, new strikes, fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> I look forward to new strikes. Uh, the, my personal favorite still Pyramidian. Um, yeah, yeah. That I think between that and the Inverted Spire, I think those are probably my two. Yeah. It, yeah. The Beta Strike is just pure fun, but I feel like I'm too good at it now because. Feel like I've run it more than any of the others, <laughs> but it, like it just—I I feel like a machine going through that one where it's like, okay, I'm gonna do this, and I could probably do it blind because it comes up so often. That's a test we should try. <laughs> I am not blinding myself to do that. <laughs> well, um, yeah, you know, just you know, like a handkerchief over your eyes. Yeah, we're not saying that wouldn't you know, grant flashlights me the, in your eyes. That would not grant me the heightened sense of hearing and smell and shit that I would <laughs> if I was actually. What do you need a heightened sense of smell to play PlayStation or Xbox for? Jesus. You never know. You don't know what yeah, kind of Where's my beer? Oh, no, I can Maybe smell I'll it. get the, the echo Because you don't have a sense Daredevil. of heightened smell. You don't know what your, your PlayStation's doing. <laughs> it might be thinking differently. Yeah, you, you don't know, man. It, it, it could do lots of things. Right? Yeah. Sure. It's, when it, when it, it adds smells all like that the... mats, it might be thinking a little harder, so it might put off a different smell. Yeah, yeah. it smells like the process is up 10%. <laughs> yeah. We you must be know. at this level. <laughs> it's gearing up. The boss must be coming out. <laughs> um, all right, so I, th- I think overall strikes are fun at, at this point, and I think they're going to get better. Um, so my, my question to you is, I know you guys have not yet done either of the raids. In Destiny 2 yet? Correct. No. Yeah. Okay. So the first question I would have for you guys is why haven't you attempted them yet? I don't have six hours to d- dedicate. <laughs> Brian's giving me the same excuse, and I've told him I can get him through that in a lot less. Brian, go. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> it's more scheduling. I've, I've said on occasion I don't like playing with strangers. I would rather roll in with a team of, like, my friends, six of us. The problem is scheduling. Just to block out even two to three hours a night with six people, it I was it was hell trying to coordinate raids for Destiny One. And it seems like yeah. it's even harder now. Yeah. Okay. Andy? Granted, Bradley, okay. I know if I ever want to run it, I'd take you up on that. Believe me, if I ever just want to get it done, I will let you know. The Titan, yeah, the seriously. Titan gear from the raids, the one that's most worth most worth it, man. It's the coolest looking from the raid, at least the first raid, from the raid layer. Loot is not a reason to do that raid layer. <laughs> um, especially as well, a that's Titan. supposed to change, right? No, I'm saying like it looks like shit 
Like, if oh, you okay. like the I way a you. Titan okay. might look, that raid layer, you're going to look like a fat-ass toad. <laughs> um, I can show you what it looks like sometime if you want to see. I do have the whole set just because I have a compulsive. I have every piece of Titan armor you can possibly have in the game. The completionist. Uh, yeah, I have the white armor, the green armor, the blue armor. I have it all. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Well, I got bored and I figured that was a good collection method. Is have every <laughs> single possible piece. I think I have like 126 unique pieces of Titan armor. Jesus. Shit like that. Um, but is that including the ornaments and stuff? Uh, the only ornaments I currently don't have are the Iron Banner helmet and the Iron Banner chest piece. Okay. i got to finish those God this week at some point. Iron Banner. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, been, it's been an interesting week, and their fucking grenade and melee kill one for the chest is just fucking oh, evil. Jesus. Yeah, I saw that. It, it, it's it, The number on it is what's evil about it. If it was 50, it would be like, okay, cool, whatever. It's 200. Um, it's, yeah, a, I thought, it's a percentage I thought I got a counter. decent... I played Iron Banner the other day for a couple matches, and I thought I was getting some decent grenade kills, and I looked at that ornament, and it said I was 2% done. I was like, fuck you, I've never touched it <laughs> You have all season, though. so That, w- that would take me forever, because the, the Warlock grenades are not that good. <laughs> they are not that good. You got a pulse grenade, though. You know, you can... Warlock's have pulse grenade? Yeah. I don't know, I always, roll, I always roll a void, so I don't know. I have the one that, like, chases you. Oh yeah, no, those are those are fun. Um, so basically, you guys like Andy. Why why have you not got into a raid? I know they both said trouble getting together for. Well, it. yeah, scheduling is definitely a problem. Um, with me working third, third shift, sh- when I work when I work third shift, you know, like I can only play and do stuff until like nine o'clock, nine thirty, if I'm pushing it, and that's generally when people are kind of winding down and starting to play <laughs> destiny 2 so like unless they want to start early at like six you know like I, I can't really do that unless i want to take a huge lump out of like the weekend where i actually do get to sleep and do things like a normal person <laughs> so, <laughs> which I, you I, had a raid crew for destiny one didn't you weren't you doing some raids for destiny one we started on doing shift? we started doing the raids yeah but did you do that like in the afternoon sometime or yeah, we kind of had to start at like six or seven. Okay. So. Okay. Um, for me, yeah, I feel like the the Leviathan raid itself, um, at this point for me is just a lot of fun. Um, I've done it enough times that it's very easy to me at this point. Um, you know, we got a clan full of people and. Unfortunately for me, in some ways, and fortunately for me and others, I constantly have people from the clan asking for help with it. <laughs> um, which I don't, I really honestly do not mind that much. I say that I might, but I, you know what, I don't mind it, just so long as people want to learn the raid so that they can help other people learn the raid. Um, and that, that that's what my goal with people in our clan is, is like, I will help anybody in our clan learn that raid get them through two, three, four times so that they really know it and they can help other people in the clan get through it as well. And you have more reliable people in the clan to run the raid with. Um, Sherpas making Sherpas. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and it, for me, it, it it's a matter of... I don't need to do any of it. Um... 
And I feel like that's also a reason more people haven't been into the raid. I know that Bungie at one time had said that they wanted to make the raids more accessible for people. And I feel like by not locking endgame content and endgame levels behind the raid and behind Trials, Iron Banner, behind specific activities, I feel like they pulled people away from doing the raid, away from having to do Nightfall, away from having to do any of the hardest content in the game, because to reach maximum level, you don't have to do it. You just right. do your weekly Crucible matches, do your weekly Flashpoints, you know, just keep rolling out your engrams, and you'll be perfectly fine getting there on your own. Um, so I think that was the wrong direction to go in, personally. Um, if they wanted more people to actually manage to do the raid. So, but that said, the raid layer, um, I feel like is the most fun I've had in raid content, um, yet. So. It's a high bar. It, yeah, it's a very, very high bar they set with that one. Um, and it takes a lot less time to get through that than to get through a whole raid. It's just, you know, one boss, two, two phases to the boss. And it's a little bit complicated. It sounds very daunting at first when you first get it explained to you. But I, I gotta say, you know, like, being there the first day, figuring out exactly what had to be done without looking it up. To me, that's where I what I love about Destiny 2 raids is I didn't get that opportunity in Destiny 1. Because yeah. I started so late. So anytime I went into a raid, everybody already knew exactly what to do. Everything with it was going on. I come into Destiny 2... I'm in there day one, getting through the Leviathan Raid. I'm in there day one, getting through the Eater of Worlds. And I'm figuring this shit out for myself. And that, yeah. to me, is where there's a lot of fun. Um, part of the disappointment for me with the raids is that the lack of secrets. Um, the, you know, Destiny 1 raids all had some kind of secret thing going on. Even if it was as simple as the secret chests that were hidden in the Abyss in Crota. Yeah. Um, you know, like the secret chest you got for doing challenge mode on Templar before it was actually challenge mode. Um, the, the, those things were there, the basketball court in Oryx. Um, that, even though it was useless and provided you with no loot, it was a secret. It was a cool, fun thing to go and do for no fucking reason. Wait, um, the basketball court? It, well, they called it the basketball court of Oryx. Um, I don't remember that. It's an ex it's a very tough thing to get into. Believe it or not, it's actually oh, okay. really tough to get in. And it, it was kind of like dropped content that they probably planned to include some kind of secret there. And they scrapped the idea. And But basically, you go through a pretty tough process to open to like up a door. Through a wall or something? Well, do you, do you remember the dick? No, you don't have to actually glitch through. There's an actual way to open it. Like, there's... You, you're, do you remember the dick wall in King's Fall? With the things that would pop out and push you off the wall while you're trying to yeah. do the jumping puzzle? So the in dick that, wall? Is that what you called it? The dick yeah. wall? Yeah, we can call it the dick wall because <laughs> they look like big dicks punching you off the wall. Um, <laughs> I didn't know it was called that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways, throughout that room, throughout like that whole big area, there's um, several different sets of like crystals. And you have to stand next to them. When you stand next to one, it lights up. And if you stand next to each one in a specific order, it opens up the door to the 
basketball court of Oryx. In the basketball court, there's kind of, you know how, like, when you first launch into King's Fall, there's the orbs you go and pick up? So there's something similar to that in that room, and there's a place where you can dunk it. Oh. But nothing ever came from it. There was people that spent <laughs> countless hours in that room trying to figure out why this was, what to do with it, how to make something actually happen in there, and nobody ever figured anything out. So it's really just assumed that nothing is actually there more than in a fun little dumbass room. Mike um, says, quote-unquote, people. It was really him spending days there trying to figure something out. <laughs> now, hold on. I, I will explain that. <laughs> I didn't because it had been a full year since King's Fall released when I came into Destiny. <laughs> so I will defend myself on that. People had been doing it for a long time before I got there, and I just went to Reddit, found out that people had been doing it, and was like, okay, so there's nothing here because how many, you know, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people have tried to figure this shit out, and they got nothing. Um. But, I I miss the secrets. Supposedly secrets are making a comeback. I will get to that. But before that, I'm going to move on, push us forward, and we'll talk about the PvP in this game. Oh, um, dreaded PvP. Yes, <laughs> well, any any of you are talking about this game, you have to bring up the PvP aspect of it. Um, So, I'll try and keep things light and not bring in the salt that PvP in this game tends to <laughs> inspire in all of us. Um, Fuck you, Trials. <laughs> so, um, do you have a favorite map to play on? I, I don't know if I could even tell you map names. And I probably don't play it, enough I... to have a favorite. Okay. I was, if you describe it, I can get the idea, and I'm sure the listeners would too. I but, think my favorite map is the only one that they repeated from Destiny 1. Oh, Distant Shore. Yeah. I like that one. I'm hoping they do some more of that. I'm yeah, I'd, I'd really like the to repeated play in a maps. lot of the, the old ones. Yeah, I come to think of it, I do think I liked a lot of Destiny 1 Crucible maps better than Destiny 2 Crucible maps. I wish I they had larger maps. I'm looking forward to that as well. Is that, that, that in, that's supposed to be coming because they're going to be looking at six v six? Okay, because so that's something I definitely miss. To. I miss the uh, I miss the Halo feel of Destiny One PvP, where you had vehicles and like a lot of players and like big long distances where you couldn't even see the sniper that just shot you. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that's always fun getting sniped from not seeing the guy. A lot more like close quarter, like yeah, of, yeah. Well, that comes with yeah. the smaller team size. They went 4v4 instead yeah, of 6v6. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I like yeah. the 4v4, but I feel like I want the option to do bigger maps as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think more PvP options is all for the better. The more options they give you in PvP, the better it is. Because if you introduce 6v6, 4v4, even if you introduce 3v3 at some point too, you're just basically widening the audience that will want to play those different modes. Right. Well, not only that, but Destiny 1, you could pick what game type you wanted to search for. You could search for control. You could search for deathmatch. And this one's either, it's either what? It's competitive, quick yeah. play, or trials, and that's it. Yeah. that That's something that we've been harping for for a long time now, since the launch of the game, was why can't we pick which game mode we want to play, and why is there only three modes of quick play? Yeah, um, uh, I... I... I want to throw my controller when I get Fellwinter's Peak in Supremacy. I'm just like, <laughs> mother 
fucker, not again. <laughs> I can't. So I have to say that Felder's Peak is probably one of my favorite levels, probably because I think I play the best on that level. I really? I, 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 yeah. I can't I, get the angles down on that one for some reason. I, I love Felder's Peak, but not for supremacy. I, I agree with you on wanting to throw the controller when it's that map for supremacy. When it's control or when it's clash, oh, control, I'm thrilled to play there. It's not bad, but supremacy... I hate control, period. I love control. <laughs> I've been having I hate a, control. I've, I've I been having clash the whole time. I've been having a blast with Iron Banner this, this turn. Iron Banner, just because it is all control. Like, I don't have to do any stinky supremacy or clashes, which is awesome. But my biggest problem with control is the people that you match make with that don't know how to play control. That, that's probably why I don't like control. Don't get the idea of how to defend a zone. They just capture a zone and run and leave it undefended. That's me. Um, I do that. I, I'm guilty of that. So many people do that, and I'm just kind of like, you know, if we just <laughs> I am all zone, offense. <laughs> but yeah, I always that, like if if I could, if I capture a zone with like let's say two or three people, I always see if they're gonna run off, and if they run off, I stay. If they stay, well, then I run off, and. Whether they run off after I run off, I don't know. I can't tell. I don't give a fuck if <laughs> they do, you know. But I like I assumed that they were staying because they stayed. And and that's something else that drives me nuts too is that you'll have two or three people standing in the cap point, and you only need one. It moves at the same pace whether there's one or four people in the cap. Oh, it doesn't help you. It doesn't make you go faster. I thought it got a little bit quicker with more people. Yeah, it used to. It doesn't. It doesn't okay, in Destiny thought, yeah, Two. Destiny did. One, it did. Destiny 2, yeah. it doesn't. Well, shit, well, I'm going to stop doing mechanic. that. <laughs> yeah. So you have one person in the cap point, and the other two or three should be off trying to make sure they don't kill the person in the cap point. That might be a um, battlefield, battlefront thing for me then, because I feel like well, those Especially games, if Destiny 1 did it. Yeah. Like, they trained yeah. you in Destiny 1 to put more people in the control point to right. do it You always way. see more people jumping in there, and I think yeah. everybody thinks it gets faster. <laughs> maybe it's because it's only... I thought it did. Maybe it's only because it's 4v4 instead of like what was... 66. 66, 66 yeah. so there's yeah. less people, so, you know, like, you would want to capture, be able to capture it faster with this one, because you might not have <laughs> those teammates next to you. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's it, it, it's a game mode that I don't mind, but it, it's very difficult, unless you have a set team that you play with, to have success at it regularly. And I do have set people that I play with, but I don't have a set team of four where it's the same three teammates that I have all the time. It's a few people that rotate in and out. Some of them are better than others. I, at best, am mediocre, you know, and I don't mind that, you know what I mean? But it's it's very difficult to maintain a high level of play when you're playing control unless you have that group that just does it right every time. Yeah. Like with a strategy and a plan. It, yeah. That being said, um, how'd you guys enjoy Mayhem? I love Mayhem. <laughs> is that the one with the... Because it is. It's just total fucking chaos. The ultra uh, fast supers and all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That was fun and frustrating. Well, yeah. But it's more fun than frustrating to me. So do you were I Nova Bomb so. glitching then, Mike? <laughs> Were you using no. that Nova Bomb glitch, the infinite Nova Bomb glitch? That no, I know I, I tried to no. explain that to you at some point, that and I can't remember if we ever figured out. Was so annoying. You just heard the I got killed by it all the time, and Mike, I tried to tell you that you could do that, and I don't know if we ever figured it out. No, I don't think I never. I never. I didn't know that. It it, it wasn't. It, here's the thing: is like it was a glitch, but 
honestly, they were so easy to kill when people were doing that because you had your super so fast. All you had to do was be running hammer, titan, or golden gun and just take them out from a distance. Every time you saw the warlock, just shoot him. Don't, don't rush the warlock. He's just going to throw an infinite nova bomb at you. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, I, I enjoy it too. It's fun. I enjoyed it's it fun. at first, but it got old. Yeah, I think I'm more with Andy on this one. It's a, it's a nice change of pace for a little bit, but then in the end, it still feels just like another PvP match to me, and that's when I get frustrated. <laughs> so, you you weren't like staggering yourself with mayhem, and then like a normal match here and there or anything. No. Uh, see, I I just I, I just play something until I get sick of it, and then I get it. and then I stop. <laughs> Overdo it. And then give up on it. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's my that's my PvP. Just keep role. sticking the pieces of gum in your mouth till you have to spit <laughs> that's, that's it out. Ex- that's exactly it. Until I can't chew no more, it's it's done. <laughs> okay. Um, have you guys tried competitive? Yes. Just a yeah, little. Every now and again. Just a little yeah. bit. Okay. So now, have you have better experiences or worse with competitive versus quick play? I ask this worse. because. I personally tend to enjoy it more because it's skill-based matchmaking. So you're going to get put against people roughly the same skill as you. Yeah, but that's the problem, though. No, because isn't it based on light level, though? No. Oh, is it like so? Like it knows like how good you are of a player. Yeah, they they base it on some MMR slash Elo type of ranking. Um, their metric huh. is not known exactly what they use. Like we don't know specifically. I don't know, because I feel like I get decimated every time I play in in competitive. I feel like I get crushed every time. So it's not just a kill-death ratio metric? No, no, it wouldn't just be based on that. Um, When you play competitive, it's more just getting used to the game's types, because when I first started, it was very... It felt very difficult to win matches. It competitive at the beginning, but once I got down the maps that are played and the lanes and everything, I started to have a better grasp of exactly what to do on each map and each game style, given the, you know, there's only two game modes. Um, I, I don't mind <clears throat> it so much at this point. Um, I definitely prefer it over quick play. I like the game modes better. What are the game um, modes in? Countdown and Survival. Oh, those were, yeah, those ones suck. all right so we have sucked and sucked and brian (laughs) yeah i i think i'm more with romano i feel like i i i like having a challenge at some point which is fine except that i think i agree with romano every time we go in there i feel like we're more likely to lose yeah but if i play quick play i I feel like i have better matches and win more that way and i get less obviously i get less frustrated when i'm winning so of course do competitive wins count for call to arms Yes. Yeah, I think anything does PvP yeah. wise. Okay. Trials, Even like Iron, Iron Banner, Banner stuff. Mayhem, yeah. yeah, that all counted for Call to Arms. Well, I knew Iron Banner and Mayhem did that. I wasn't sure because if when you when you go to the uh, Crucible screen, it only shows the milestone under the Quick Play. It doesn't show it under the Competitive. So it wasn't, yeah, it, like I always go to that one just to make sure that I get the Call to Arms weekly done first, and then. Well, after it, I'm done with the weekly, I'm like, I'm done with PvP, so. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll count for both. Okay. <laughs> um, so, alright, on to the 
elephant in the room of trials. Um, Fuck you, trials. I have yet to try trials, so I don't. We tried what two matches? I think <laughs> we've tried a couple times, and every time I don't think we've won one match. I, no, I think not even close. We're, we Ramona, did it with you, Dorothy, you with us? one time. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys did your first trials matches with me. I think yeah. it was you, the you, you two, and Bearsford. Yeah. yeah, came in with me, and um, shout out to Monster. Uh, we 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 go up against Monster in our second match. Oh, that's right. You made it a um, point to point out we played like the second best pe- person in the world or some crap. <laughs> at the time, yeah. I think at the time he had more trials wins than anybody in the world. He was number one for trials wins in the world at that time. Um, it jaded us. Never going back. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that shit. when you you go in with three quarters of your team being on their first or second trials match, and you run into a streamer like Monster, it's going to be a very rough outing. Um, And Trials has become much more tryhard as the player base has dwindled some. Um, You have much, much, much more difficult runs in Trials at this stage of the game than you did in the first couple months. Um, well, that's get... all the more reason for me to play. <laughs> well, you, you you have the advantage of being on PlayStation, which still gets the most Trials players every week. So, you get the most players on PlayStation, so you still get more Trials players than the other systems do. So there's a better chance you'll be matched with crappy people that you can beat. Yeah. I have to find three other fools, though, on a weekend day. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I... I got the flawless armor. I did all that kind of stuff. And, you know, like, actually getting there, Monster himself, I won a raffle from him watching his stream the one day. I got one run from him that way. Just got carried. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I have no qualms about saying, like, yeah, after the first couple of months, I needed carried. You know, once it, the player base on trials really started going down, you need a carry to get through it. It, it just got to a point where a decently put-together team was not going to stand a chance of getting flawless because at some point during your ticket, you were going to run into a team that was running a full squad of, you know, 2.5 KD and up, and you were just going to get annihilated unless you were a team like that. So, Isn't there an achievement for just getting one Trials win? Yeah. Indeed, there is. That is the and I want to get that fucker real bad, and I haven't won <laughs> one goddamn match. Well, I recommend trying harder and hoping that you get put <laughs> up against really shitty people. Um, they're still out there. I, I think if they, I think a lot of people probably were turned away by, from it by now. And well, and that's the problem is that the the player base for trials is going to continue to go down so long as the main base of it remains to be as talented as it is so basically we should have just did it the very first time it came out that honestly i i have gone flawless nine times and a good i think six of those were well before it started to get this way so um it's important to stick on that end of things um but I think when year two hits will be your time to really go for that. Uh, because I think that's going to bring a lot of people in. Maybe the May DLC will bring a lot of people back. Um, that's quite possible. Um, so, 
there's a couple things um, that they've been talking about recently with sandbox changes coming. Um, and to get to the quotes of this, Chris Barrett, who is the game director for Bungie, uh, was quoted directly as saying, Destiny 2 needs more weapons that matter, both in power and the hunt to acquire them. Exotics need to live up to their name, and the most skillful or visceral weapons, like snipers, shotguns, and fusion rifles, need to return to glory. We're on it. And the following day, he said, This might not have come across strong enough in the update. The Sandbox team is an amazingly talented group and are hard at work on these changes. Um, so what he's talking about there, with Revelations more from even the current this week at Bungie, is, you know, snipers, shotguns, and fusion rifles, those are special slot weapons from Destiny 1 that I think a lot of people want back in the special slot. Yeah. Um, and it revealed today, there's a, I didn't pull the direct quote, uh, from today, but they do mention talking about changes to weapon slots in the current this week at Bungie. You can, you guys, listeners, anybody, you can go look up Bungie.net and check that stuff out. Um, they are talking about weapon slot changes, and I think if we get a specific slot just for snipers, fusion rifles, and shotguns, yeah, and they start yeah. changing that. I, it does feel like they're out of place in the heavy, but they don't feel like they have a place in the energy weapons as well. They're kind right. of like on the bubble. <laughs> I feel like and, if you're going to keep them in heavy, they got to be beefy. Well, yeah, there's that part of it. They need they need beefed up if they're going to stay in heavy, or they need their own slot. Right. Yeah. So there, there's been talk about I've seen talk of people wanting one of two things to happen. Um, one of them being that energy weapons get put into the current kinetic slot alongside kinetics. Um, and you can pick between them. I mean, as it is, it's still not an easy decision. As easy as you would think, because kinetics do more damage than energy weapons do. But energy weapons do more damage to shields. So, yeah. take your pick on that. Yeah. Um, and then put these weapons into a new special slot and just, you know, like wipe the energy slot, call it special again, and put those weapons into it. The other is to simply add a fourth slot and give those their own slot. Mm. Um, I, I like that option better. I like that as well. Um, well yeah, who doesn't want to carry more weapons? Yeah. yeah more, exactly. more guns? Oh, darn. Oh, I, you're telling me I could carry three auto rifles now, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's relegated to a sniper rifle, shotgun, or fusion rifle? Shotgun. See, okay. and every, everybody has that opinion. Go. See, I'd go. That's when I get my creep. When, when we're playing PvP and get my creeper around the corner and somebody comes around the corner, bam! <laughs> bam! Uh, Take that. He's a corner camper with a shotgun. That's fun. A quarter camper with a shotgun or a sword. That's about, That's all I use those for. <laughs> See, see me personally. I think PVE. I'm going to Lesto the whole way. Like that'll be my exotic slot. Well, Mike, you said his quote was talking about sandbox. Is that yes. referring to PVE Both. or the entire game? That's the whole game that they're okay. talking about. They see, when I hear sandbox, I ex I expect I interpret that as like the PVE stuff. Well, I mean, in Destiny, it applies to both. Okay. Because they don't differentiate between the two when it comes to weapons and armor and PVE PVP. They function the same way. 
Okay. See, so, I, always, I don't know. Maybe I guess I always thought they sort of tried to get different, not like glaringly different, but slightly different weapon stats depending on where you play. So like shotguns might be beefed up a little bit more for PvE, but when you go in PvP, they don't want everybody running around with shotguns and blowing everybody away in one shot, so they nerf them a little bit for PvP. Well, the way they did that in Destiny 1 was they just nerfed the ammo. When people started going ape with shotguns all the time, that's when they made it so that, you know, the shotguns didn't spawn with ammo and you had to go pick it up. Right, point taken. Okay. Um, So, that coupled with all the information we have, I'm thinking the sandbox changes toward PvE, cool, toward PvP, could save it. um, Because, personally, if you give me... A shotgun back, a sniper back. I, shotguns, fusions, and snipers I perform be- better with. And I think everybody does because they're all one-shots. But you perform better with those than you do with your primary or your energy, whatever you want to call it now. Yeah. Um, the problem becomes that they then have to adjust the time to kill. So it becomes a quicker, ba- fast-paced game. Which they didn't outright say that today. But they did say they are making our guardians faster. Um, okay. They they said just flat out, you're going to be able to move faster. Your mobility rating is going to directly affect your mobility. That and should have been it, happening from the get go. So, well, yeah, I don't really notice it. The it well, right now. It, it does. It it does affect, but it's not noticeable. Yeah. They're making it noticeable, and they're making it so that that ceiling, if you go up to ten mobility, you're going to be really really fast. Yes. Um, and they well, also much steps are coming back. <laughs> given a bit of a uh, reference to Titan skating coming back, um, which is fantastic. Um, so all around, it looks like they're trying to make us faster. And if they make us faster and they give us better special type weapons, they're going to have to decrease the time to kill. Um. Which, that'll make it more like Destiny 1 PvP, which is, I think, what a lot of people do want. Yeah. Um, so, that being said, I'll move on to what I have labeled as the future. Um, and <laughs> In the year so the 2000! F- <laughs> so the things that we have for the future of Destiny 2... Um, Another quote from Barrett is, he says, To be clear, we are adding more collectibles and hidden secrets to future expansions. Black Spindle. Um, Something a a la Black Spindle. Something similar to that. Um, He also says that uh, Grimoire is an important foundation to the lore and world building of Destiny. We need many more stories and tales like it. Um, And he says, that's where we are headed. So... They're looking at adding a lot of the things back that we had in Destiny 1. Um, There's also a quote directly. I can't remember. I think it was an interaction between Cosmo and Chris Barrett. Or possibly somebody else. But there was an interaction where dead ghosts were brought up as possibly coming back. Or something like them. Um, I want my Gallahorn back. Well, that that was a question I was going to get to, um, and that that that's how I think a good way to look at the future of Destiny is: is the things that are coming 
So, you know, we got our masterwork armor. It's decent. Um, They're, they were talking about doing shader changes, too. Yes, the, the, the shader changes coming up. Um, they have not given us a thorough detail on what that's going to be, but <clears throat> it'll be nice if we get the chance to equip shaders permanently without having to pay, you know, glimmer for it every time. You know, Honestly, I love shaders, shaders, or at least I love I loved them in the first game. Haven't been able to use them, but I'm so afraid. Like I have a stack of three, but I want to use them on more stuff. And then as soon as I use them, but then if I find something better, I have to like get rid of what I might have been saving for. Yeah, yeah. I have, you know weeks at a time. I have yet on there. I have yet to actually equip a shader. I look at the. I'm pre- too afraid just to burn through yeah, them. Yeah, I, I, I look just at, sit there. I look at the previews all the damn time. I get a new gun and I look at every single preview on all the shaders, but I don't yeah. ever, ever equip it because I'm so afraid. <laughs> I only keep the legendary ones or whatever. The yeah, you never it. know when you're gonna get them back. Yeah, I mean, like the stupid ones, like uh, EDZ foliage or, or whatever the. Yeah, fuck I get rid of like. all those. Anything yeah. that's green, I get rid of. I keep the yeah. purple ones. <laughs> but I don't recommend that necessarily. Some of those, the one EDZ shader is basically camo. Um. So if you didn't preview that before you deleted it, you're missing out on that. Um, I like bright, obnoxious shit. <laughs> oh, okay then. Bright pink. Ooh, yeah, you, somebody's missing the glow who. I want glow who. Oh, back. I love that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the the those shader changes need to happen, and if they're not going to happen, for the love of God, can we just delete them all with one press of the X button? Oh yeah. Yeah. They're seriously. just they're just taking um, up room in my uh, vault this point i hate yeah. when i got like 17 well, of them because i haven't cleaned them out in a long time i got 17 of one and i'm like fuck yeah Andy, <laughs> if you're not doing it clean them out man the ones you're not going to use lots yeah of, i did lots Trust of me, I did. Uh, lots of glimmer and lots of bright dust you can get off of those things you can get bright dust with those things yes uh, yeah, legendary purple ones legendaries drop bright dust oh no i like all my legendaries fuck that i know so I, I, that's <laughs> the only ones i don't get rid of is the legendary ones i honestly i get rid of everything that I'm not going to use. Like the pink and purple one, it just gets deleted every time I pick it up. I'm not I'm not going to use this pink and purple shader. Well, that's, yeah, I won't use that one. I'm just deleting it. You know what? It's uh, just what it is. And maybe it's just me, but uh, what I would like to see uh, would be um, a legendary checklist, almost like your collection screen in the vault. Because all the legendaries are exactly the same now. You don't get like weird re-rolls from Destiny 1. So I would yeah. like to see which ones I have owned, currently owned, and like previously owned, and maybe deleted or whatever. Yeah, I would like to see, you know, perhaps see some random rolls come back. Um, I could see I feel maybe like that like added the something to, to shoot for. It it added something to go for, a reason to grind out to try and get this roll on this gun. You know, it, it it added some excitement to getting that better devils that, that isn't there right now, because it's the same better devils every time. Now, you know, Destiny One, you got an ill will, and you're going looking like, does it have Feather Mag and Luck in the Chamber? Does it have Feather Mag and Luck in the Chamber? And, <laughs> and then you get there and you're like, shit, it doesn't. I have to keep playing. <laughs> you know, like, um, so the, it, I think either way, I would be okay with whatever answer they came up with if they gave us a checklist the you know i mean a thing like they do for exotics for the weapons since they don't have to be re-rolled yeah also i think I th- that would be fine 
I think that they should also give us enough vault slots to have every single legendary in the vault, if you wanted. <clears throat> More vault space is coming. Oh, thank um, God, because I am fucking running out. <laughs> they, they did, that was part of the timeline update they gave us. Um, See, I don't, really keep really, I don't really keep exotic stuff in my vault. Some legendary no. stuff, but well, they, mostly, I don't mostly just exotic. Any exotic. exotics. The exotics, you yeah, can Andy, just... I'm with you. I'm a, I'm a hoarder. Yeah, like I, I hang on to as like, much crap as I want. Yeah, to. when I got a new gun, you know, I put it into the vault, and I'm like, oh shit, what do I have to delete from my vault now? You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that that uh, you know that sparrow is a sucky piece of shit. Let's delete that. <laughs> you know, like... I keep. Yeah, I don't keep any of that. Like ghosts, sparrows, ships, they're just on my characters. I don't keep any of them. I need to. Vault. I need to start rocking yeah. all three characters because I have way too many ships and sparrows and ghosts to even. <laughs> that, honestly, character. more character, more characters is more space for shit. I know. I just don't have the time. To make uh, more. <laughs> I think I have two ships, one speeder, one sparrow. Because I just I I find a sparrow. I don't I don't give two shits as long as it's 160 speed. Whenever uh, we get some sparrow racing, I really I like getting new <laughs> ships and finding which ships and uh, trasmat features I get and stuff. But honestly, yeah. The sparrows don't. Every time I look at a new sparrow, I'm like, "Looks like my last sparrow." <gasps> Looks like my last sparrow. The, you know? the, exotic, <laughs> the exotic one they're selling this week. If you have the bright dust for it, go for it. The predator. Looks like a shark. It has the shark painting on the sparrow. Oh, no, that's it, that's quite like, honestly that's, that's so me. Yeah, I just I have the the exotic sparrow where it like immediately spawns, and that's a random roll actually. Oh well, I just I just use that. Because, you know what, I, I don't actually get to see the Sparrow when I'm riding it, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, like, when you get the, the any Sparrow that drops, any Ghost that drops, has a random roll of possibilities that can happen for it. So any Sparrow can drop with that perk on it, and that's the perk everybody wants, is the instant summon. That, like, that's, I don't care what any of them look like, if I'm using an instant summon Sparrow. Um, but... To move us forward quickly, I want to touch on a couple of the things they talked about that are coming. Um, March 27th, we're getting an Iron Banner that's going to be 6v6. Ooh. So that, that, that's your date for 6v6, folks, is March 27th. Um, that's going to be big. Nightfall Challenge cards also come in that day. Um, crit, quitter penalties for Crucible come in that day. So people leaving matches and leaving you screwed... Bastards. They're going to be penalized for it now. I don't find that happens too often. I I find that I enter matches in the middle a lot, but I don't find a lot. Of uh, you, you do enter a lot of losing purposes. Yeah. Um. Also, that day we'll, we will be getting the exotic weapon and armor sandbox changes. So they're going to try and make exotic weapons and exotic armor more relevant on March twenty seventh, February twenty seventh. Come the nightfall. Strike unique rewards. That's a little less than a month, guys. A few weeks. We're going to get unique rewards for Nightfalls. Um, there's a few other things coming that day. The Nightfall scoring and high score tracking. That probably is going to mean the end of the timer in the beginning of the challenges. I'm Thanks excited God. for the I scores. Hate, yeah, I hate yeah, that I think, fucking timer. Yeah, I think it makes me feel so panicked. Be, yeah, the scorecard I think would be a lot more fun. I agree, and I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. Somebody, like, I like to go in and solo Nightfalls just for a challenge, and I hate having a timer on me while I'm doing it. <laughs> um, so, Vault Space Increase is listed as May. They don't list an exact day. But this is going to be DLC 2. 
Eater of Worlds Prestige is finally coming in May. They said pretty soon we're going to get an answer as to why that's been so long. Um, they haven't yet said why it's taken so long, but that's coming. Um, and to me, the biggest thing that's coming with that DLC is private matches. Um, that, that to me is huge because I, to like with the clan and with you guys, Brian, Mike, I will thoroughly enjoy going into a private match and just having a night of fun PVP with your friends as opposed to going into <laughs> random matches with random people. I'm sure we'll still get pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's but the least, point, though. When it's with your friends, it's the trash talking is fun. Yeah, <clears throat> this know? is true. This is true. Unless you're playing Pat and Halo, you know. Yeah. Oh goddamn it, Pat and Halo. <laughs> yeah, Pat and Destiny is pretty bad too. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah the, shout out, shout out to Pat. <laughs> the, the, it's there's Pat. a few other things coming <laughs> on each of those dates that are less significant. Uh, um, aren't they? Changing the mods yet again as well. Isn't there a mod yes, 2.0? With, with, with DLC 2, they are going to be changing the mods again. Um, that's going to be changing mods so that we feel more powerful. So our super recharge rate, our grenade recharge rate, abilities, melees, our recharge rates is what they're looking at with those mods, supposedly. That was in today's This Week at Bungie. Yeah, because I feel like the mods that I have currently don't actually do anything. <laughs> they do a little, the, but yeah, very, but it's it's, it's minimal. It's, it's, it's barely minimal. noticeable. Yeah. Um, the the other big thing that they don't mention here that I think we're looking at probably the September year two big DLC where we're all going to shell out sixty bucks again is Rumble. Um, everybody wants Rumble back. Rumble was one of the most popular game modes from Destiny One. Um, who doesn't want that back? I don't know um, if I want that back. So, of course. <laughs> every okay, well, everybody except for Brian wants Rumble back. That's true. Um, <laughs> and but in, I wanted to wrap up and just say a few things, have a little bit of fun at the end here, and ask you guys a few simple questions. Um, so this is this can be Destiny One, Destiny Two. I don't care what the answer is. Um, but what is your favorite exotic piece of armor to oh. use? Like I said, Destiny 1, Destiny 2, I don't care. See, now I'm trying to think of like what was good in Destiny 1 that I... So that I, can't, I, I can't even think back to Destiny 1. I like the Celestial Nighthawk in Destiny 1. You did? Yeah. That was your favorite? Okay. That's a good answer. Celestial was just badass to... Down a boss with one shot. Oh yeah, you headshot that thing go away. Six, six times power with your golden gun. Yeah, awesome. Mm -hmm. One one exotic that I have that I used a lot in Destiny One, but I have it in Destiny Two and probably never use it is the Titan, the helmet of Saint Fourteen. Yes. When you use the bubble shield and things walk in there and get disoriented and you can just fuck them up. Yes. That was a lifesaver for a while. Yes. The, if there's one thing I could have them change about. Supers in Destiny 2, it will be make Defender great again. Yeah. Please. Defender was so much fun to run in Destiny 1. Without it a was bubble, it's viable too. in Destiny 2. Like, it, it was still fun, don't get me wrong. Like, with Mayhem running suppressor grenades and being the fun police through the whole thing, <laughs> throwing a bubble up and being fun police, that's just fun. And I enjoyed it. 
but it got got old quick because it's you know there's not much else to it you know what i mean you're not a used to a team in a raid in anything with that bubble yeah make it good again give it something yeah i think but, they concentrated too much on the throw in the shield yeah which i like too i, I like yeah that that's still fun yeah but i want it to be useful in a raid and a strike something like that and it's yeah. just not by comparison at all um, but that said, Helm of Saint 14 is a great answer. Also one of the coolest looking exotics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike? I, I gotta say my, the tra- Traverse Steps is probably one of my favorite, is the, the Warlock Boots. Just because the fact that A, it made you, did, it did make you move mobility a little faster, I felt like. Oh, it and does. the fact that, and the, and the fact that whenever you would run over an ammo, it would just automatically reload your shit for you. So that yes. was pretty nice. That was that was that was huge. I thought. As a Destiny One warlock, I can't agree more. It's um, uh, Destiny One and Two because it's in it's in Two also. Yeah, I know. It's just Destiny. Like yeah. I'm saying, like for me, I was a warlock in Destiny One. warlock, yeah. So yeah, yeah. And transversive steps made whatever, all that yeah, much difference in any raid you went into. Yep. Especially Wrath of the Machine. You picked up a part for the Siege Engine on Wrath of the Machine. You crouched as a warlock. You had the faster crouch walk. And you could crouch and move fast, even though you yep. were carrying a part. It didn't yep. slow you down. Um, any boss damage section where you could get heavy ammo to drop on the ground while you were doing it. Specifically, I come to Wrath again with Vosik Part 2. You're standing on that middle of that platform where all those enemies you just killed are at. You've got the perk from your gauntlets from the raid where killing Fallen's giving you more heavy ammo. I never had to reload Sleeper when I was doing damage to yeah. Vosik. You just move to your left or your right a little bit when you want to reload and you step over some ammo and you're good to go. Yep. Um, in Destiny 2, I go with Lion Rampants for the Titan. Um, they are... They, they're an exotic that feels like an exotic to me in Destiny 2 is armor. Um, you know, you can jump forever in a day, float forever in a day. You just... It makes you makes your Titan jump fast, but like a warlock. And okay. It's, it's they're incredible, um, Brian. If you haven't used them yet, or you don't have them, you need to get them. Or if you have them, you need to use them. Yeah, I think I um, feel like I have. <clears throat> I'm either missing maybe one or two pieces of exotic gear for the Titan, so I have a feeling I probably have those, but I probably just never used them. If you're so, if you're, you're, you're hyping them up for me. You need to get yourself to Zer tomorrow and buy yourself one of those faded engrams. Um, Ninety-seven legendary shards, guaranteed exotic that you don't have. It's a good. Yeah, deal. I did it a couple weeks ago. He gave me the colony. Ah, favorite new gun in the game. What's the colony? Um. Well, we'll go. We'll we'll use that, and we'll jump off, and we'll go favorite gun to use. Not even exotic, just favorite gun. Period. In but in, in either. either game, either game. I you know it took me a while to get it, and as soon as I got it, I just loved the crap out of it. But I think I got it too late in Destiny One that I didn't really get as much use out of it, and I still yearn for it. I guess is the Vex Mythoclast. Okay, I loved that thing. I thought it, the the design of it was fucking cool. It chewed through ammo like nothing else, but it was fucking fun to fire. <laughs> I never got that one. I got killed by yeah. it a lot though. <laughs> everybody at one time in Destiny One, it seems like everybody got killed by that gun a lot. In yeah. yeah. Um, my only problem with Vex was chewing through the ammo and not having deep reserves. Um, yeah. You know, you could only hold like 120 something total or something, and that was just. Oh yeah, you ran out of ammo all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Andy. Uh, probably Icebreaker. 
Sesame one. Ice cream. Ooh, that's another good one. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I got that one. Good choice. Just lucky fucking drop pretty early in the game, and it carried me through most of Destiny 1. Yeah. <laughs> you nice. needed ammo or something, you're just like, oh, I just gotta wait it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just sit here. Yeah. And it'll come. I'm gonna just get the behind, behind this rock me. here. Hey, anybody have a deck of cards? <laughs> <laughs> Refilling ammo was fantastic. I... My only issue with Icebreaker I always had was I did not like the zoom. I like shorter zoom on my sniper uh, as opposed to that really close-up zoom that Icebreaker had. Um, but, yeah, you can't beat refilling your own ammo. Like, it's endless ammo. And being able to yeah. shoot something from, like, a mile and a half away was pretty awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you got, Mike? I don't know. I love me. I already said it. The the The, the Gallahorn. I I always loved the Gallahorn just because of the heat seeking or you know whatever the tracking rockets and I, I'm a, I'm a big rocket guy. It also clustered, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah, the clustering, yeah. the, the heat seeking. Oh, you could you rockets. could get it clustered. Yeah. Yeah. And they would still track. No, it, it, all it, of them track. Yeah, Gallahorn had uh, wolf pack rounds, is what they were called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolf, so yeah. The, the, what it did was it would have an explosion, and then the wolf pack rounds would track back to the target as well. And it was yeah. Gallerhorn can't go wrong with that answer, no matter what the destiny question is. Uh, <laughs> uh, personally, I go Genesis Chain. Um, was the auto rifle from Wrath of the Machine? Uh, uh, okay, that gun just it. There wasn't an activity I couldn't use that gun for. You could use that. It was viable in PvP. It was viable in any. PVE format. It had high caliber rounds, firefly, and a high impact auto rifle. It, it was viable the whole route. Then come Age of Triumph, they give us an exotic version that has a solar burn. What are you going to do? You know, yeah, That's it, one gun I'm sad I never got. I was trying to work at it and I never finished it. It, it was, you know, Genesis Chain was one of those ones I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and make any qualms about it. I finished Wrath of the Machine about 120 times, so. <laughs> you know, I think it's funny I that every one of us mentioned a gun from Destiny 1. Well, yeah, Destiny 2 guns don't feel as unique, but I, I will say the Colony is pretty fucking awesome. That is a cool gun, um, yeah. It's a grenade it, launcher it, that uh, tracks. It's, it has yeah, little right. bugs. Yeah. Little bugs that run down, the, run down your whatever you shoot at. Um, yeah, it's pretty yeah, dude, it, it It's a PvP killer. Yeah. Like you, if you uh, get that loaded, you're getting two kills. You just got to get four shots off in the general direction of enemies. And unless they manage to dodge them for quite a while, they're going down. Yeah. Like, it, hmm. it's fantastic. Um, I Wait, also what like, is it again? What is it? It's called the Colony. The colony. What, it, what, what is it, though? It's an exotic a, grenade it's, launcher. Yeah. Exotic grenade launcher. I'll have to keep an eye out for that one. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, Legend of Acrius, which you get from doing the uh, raid quest, which I'm sure you guys still have, that shotgun is disgustingly good. Um, <laughs> oh, that's the one that's sitting in my heavy weapon slot and still having just like the Rat King just taking a slot. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, that is what that is. That gun is it's easily my favorite shotgun in this game. Um, but yeah, speaking of weapons for me. Genesis Chain. I'm sure I have a lot of people that would agree with each one of us out there, because ain't a wrong answer when 
you talk about those. Um, so same same thing, and I'll throw out two questions at once to kind of move things along. We'll do two here. What's your favorite subclass from either game, and what was your favorite shader from either game? Ooh, fuck! I can't remember shaders. I mean, the shader that's what what one did we mention earlier? That was I think from from Crota, the glowy one. Glow. Yes, that one. Okay. I use that one all the time. I like Glowhoo myself. Um, personally, for me, it was Queen's Web. It was my favorite shader. Um, I don't even know what one that one was. Queen's Web was one of the ones... I, I want to say it might have been from Skolas. Um, but it, it was like dark blue, dark purple, and white. Okay. And it, it was a pretty cool shader. Uh, definitely the one I used the most. Yeah. Weldfire was pretty cool, too. But I used Queen's Web the most, definitely. What was the first question, too? I kind of forgot. Uh, favorite subclass. Subclass, okay. I don't know. I think... I've always been a Void Walker. I, yeah. I always stick with Void. I tend so to go I solar. You like a golden gun? Yeah. Okay. Um... You know, for me, it, it it's really hard for me to say because I used probably Sunsinger the most, <clears throat> but I like hammers better than any of them. I have more <laughs> fun using hammers. I'm not saying it's the most useful, but throwing hammers at shit is just fun. Yeah. Um. So. See, I think I've been doing a lot more of the. Especially now in Destiny 2 with uh, the, the arc for the Titan. Fist of Havoc that you can use a couple times now instead of just one go and done. Mm -hmm. I roll with that a lot. Yeah, That seems to be the one that. I always come down to. Killed by it so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Honestly, I, I started slowing myself down. I'm up around 70,000 kills with my Jesus striker God. emblem. <laughs> and I was like, you know, let's start getting the, let's start getting the hammers emblem up there. <laughs> and work on that some because it's getting to be too much. But I, I, I have seen somebody with more striker kills than me. There was a guy that uh, he's a buddy of mine. He had uh, 100,000 on oh. his striker titan and he was already Jesus. up to over 20,000 on his hammers. So it's <laughs> like, he's just like me though. He's got three titans. So, you know, it's not like we're doing this on all three characters. We're doing it with one. But right. Um, and then the question I gave you guys some some time to prepare for. I still for. don't know if I have oh, an answer some for time I, to think about um, the shader. Okay. I never. I I am gonna uh, tarnish copper. Destiny two. Oh, okay. The green and copper thing. Yeah, like that one. Nice. Is that an Iron Banner one? No, no. Iron Banner is Iron Wolf and Iron. You got. There's a new one too. Yeah, there's, there's Iron a... Wood. Iron Wolf, and then... I can't remember the third one. Iron Lord, maybe? Something like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Green and Copper sound like it should be Iron Banner colors. Yeah, the, Destiny 2, the only one I can... Th I can't think of the name of it. It's one of the Vex Chrome ones. There's a couple of those, but it's the one that's green and rusty. Okay. That mm. is... That's my favorite Destiny 2 shader, but there's still probably ten shaders I like better than that from Destiny 1. I don't know. I'm yeah. playing Jan. I like Monochromatic. <laughs> it's black and white. Hey, that was not black bad. And white I like that one. A little bit red. I, I if you, look, if, if you ever see my Jeep, you'll know why. <laughs> Chatter white, man. 
back to Chatterwhite. Oh, Chatterwhite. Oh, yeah, awesome I did yeah. like that one too. Yeah. All right, so you guys had time. God to damn prepare. it, taking me back to Destiny One. Most desired emote that you want to see put into Destiny Two. So you've had time to think about it. I prepared oh, you guys Jesus. for this question, but um, I'll give you guys my answers first, and then I <laughs> want to hear what you guys have in mind. Um, yeah, maybe to help me think of one. For a long time, I have wanted a twerking emote. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, like I, it, we've been talking about that since uh, probably a year. It was probably last December when me and some of the guys from the clan started talking about wanting a twerk, just to be able kill one of your friends in a private match and go up and twerk on his orb before you run off just for the hell of it. Um, we, we talked even back then, even about wanting the salt just to be able to sprinkle salt on people. And we got that one. So, uh, was excited for that. And I won, have wanted the lightsaber emote since I seen what they did with the exotic ones in this game. I wanted yeah, the you know lightsaber. What? Um, just that something just one that I was going to try to suggest too. Um, yeah, especially if they add that like exotic effect where you can actually see like a lightsaber glow and stuff like that. That's what I mean. Like we have the table, we have the salt, we have yeah. the ramen, these things now. So why not give us a lightsaber? I got my quick draw. That's what I use all the time. Oh, see, I like I that, that one. one real bad. That's mine. That's what I I have that all the time. I feel like they sold that one at Eververse a couple weeks ago. They, pro- I think they, did. I got mine just the luck of the draw. Just real, just ended up getting it. I think I got it through Eververse, like it's just like a you know random bright dust thing, you know, like a little mm-hmm. turning thing. Yeah, that... right. Yeah. So I I think what, what did we talk about before the show? Um, uh, a lot of wrestling ones. You know, I know. Yeah, I got the, stuck, the wrestling on, stuck on wrestling ones. <laughs> um, the Hulk Hogan. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, giving the ear for Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Or the Ric Flair dance, you know, sick. like the two step. <laughs> I'd love I'd love to see him do the dummy fall. The Ric Flair dummy fall one. Oh. <laughs> Where he gives the little, puts his dukes up for a second and falls flat on his face. That'd be great. I'd like to see just like that you can interact, like actually like interact with people. That's what I was thinking too. Like, the, like a, like a like high five emote. emote or something. Yeah, like anything. They, they had one in Destiny 1 that was like a ref, the refer a friend emote that you could do with someone else that had it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, that It'd be cool if you, they added more like that. Well, like, like, cause we were talking about the wrestling one, and I said about doing the Stone Cold Stunner. I'd be love, like, if you just want to go, like, you could just go up to, like, some random player and just give him the Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> 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 the, or the Diamond Cutter. On... Yeah. <laughs> like, it, 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 like, to me, that'd be great if you could do it on patrol to people and actually just have it kill them instantly. <laughs> um, just run up, stunner. The, the problem, the problem with that, though, like, all you would see is just people in the fucking tower just running around oh, <laughs> stunning. Yeah. It, it, they, they would have to put it like a throttle on it of some kind, where you can yeah. only do like one per ten minutes or something. Or <laughs> put a wrestling ring over by the hangar. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just asking for trouble. All right, okay. So all seriousness, mine that I just thought about would be. I want a Kamehameha. I want a Kamehameha blast. I want some Dragon Ball Z, something like that, where he just powers up and just gives it, gives a good old power blast or something <laughs> like that. That'd be nice. a good one. Yeah. Trying to think of like dance moves, but I can't think of any. Like the few dance moves that I can think of are already in there. Like the Apache. Like I love that dance move. That's in there. I you the, know I'm thinking like that one just made. I don't mean to cut you off, but that one made me think. 
how awesome would it be if you could get one like Star Lord from the end of Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, uh, give us, yeah, yeah. you know, like the yeah. oh, and d- does the challenge dance? <laughs> okay, toss yeah. it back. Yeah, <laughs> just keep dancing. Um, I'd even love something that was like, like if you interact with somebody, almost do like the fist, the fist pound that then you explode, and then when you explode it, there's an actual explosion that goes off in the like behind just, you or something. Yeah, like that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I still want. I want my. I want my Kamehameha blast. Oh. <laughs> get the the Ryu I, Street Fighter. Yeah, give Hoodoo me a Hadouken. Give me a Hadouken. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was just gonna say, just like a. I was thinking like the the Shang Tsung friendship. Mortal Kombat <laughs> too, where he makes like the rainbow over his head and just gives a really <laughs> stupid ass look. Uh, I I think they could have a lot of fun with the with the emotes, and they do. And that's one of the other things we're getting eventually is an emote wheel. Where we can yes, have yeah. more than one emote equipped at a time instead of point, sit, dance, and whatever the one we want is. So yeah, that yeah. you'll be able to mix and match these things. Um, I don't know if you guys have gotten far enough into messing with the emotes, but if you have the ramen emote, you're actually able to get out some ramen. And then if you switch emotes in the middle of it to your dance, you can kind of rub the ramen all over your body. Because <laughs> <laughs> it... it it sticks to the character's hands, you know, the little light-up stuff sticks to them. And you can do it with pretty much all of them. You can rub some salt on yourself. Pretty much anything <laughs> will work in some way, shape, or form doing that. Suddenly uh, I just picture Mike just having some free time and be like, I'm going to rub some salt on myself today. Mm, rub some salt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm more likely to do that with ramen, honestly. Like I'm <laughs> make, Love like, me I'll, some noodles. Make me a hot bath of ramen. <laughs> All right, I'm, we're getting visuals now. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Be glad, podcast, that this is not a video podcast. How about how about walk like an Egyptian? Yeah, there you go. Oh, G- yeah. Give me a moonwalk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. There was... Hey, you guys probably seen it. Andy probably didn't. But on our clan page, we posted up for people to do a... Um, a challenge, a, a quest line for our clan, for members of our clan, where we were going to give them rewards and shit. And we had four people make it past the first step of the quest. And one of the things we asked people to do for the second step of the quest was record themselves moonwalking, just, you know, really just walking backwards because they're not an actual moonwalk in the game, but moonwalking through the lasers in the Pyramidium. Um, just actually, oh, like, oh. having to do it without looking. Oh, God. Exactly. It, it was just a way to fuck with people, really. Um, <laughs> that one was just for fun, just to fuck with people. But it's not a, it's not as hard as it sounds. We did all these things before we did. But, yeah, we wanted people to moonwalk through it. It would be even cooler if we could have them actually do a moonwalk with an emote. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we got the Thriller dance already, didn't we? Destiny 1, wasn't Destiny there? Destiny 1, one? Yeah. yes. Yeah. Because I was real yeah. excited when I unlocked that for some reason. No, but yeah, I, that might actually have been an emote that I was like, nope, I'm buying this because this is fucking great. I think you did. I think I did spend silver on that. Yeah. Yeah, they, I think the only emote from Destiny 1 that I never had because I got the game too late was the hammer dance. I never got the MC hammer. Oh, parachute I might have had that one too. I think you did. Yeah. yeah. I never got that one, but that would have been great. Um... And we still don't... Uh, oh, no, there is a YMCA dance now, by the way. I do. I have that one now. I was yes. real excited I got that oh, one. Oh, shit, really? I, I I feel like we need to get five or six Guardians together 
and everybody <laughs> does the YMCA dance in sync so that we can, you know, and I, I Are there seen... sets of armor that can make people look like Indians and construction workers? And... <laughs> You know, we have enough ethnic (laughs) stuff going on. You know, like they have the Asian inspired Iron Banner stuff. Uh, I don't know if we have any other culturally inspired armor sets in the game. So you start with the samurai and build around that. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have have our own village people. We'll do do our own version of it. We'll we'll figure something out. And you got shaders, so you could just, you know. Have a <laughs> the construction light worker shader. <laughs> yeah, the construction worker shader. They're, I'm sure if you mix and matched it right, you could get there. <laughs> I mean, I, I had one art, one shader set where I made my Titan in the Eater of Worlds gear look like uh, fucking Rocksteady because it has a stupid horn on its head, <laughs> and someone was like, "Dude, it looks like a rhino." I'm like, Rocksteady. And <laughs> but yeah, it, you could do shit. Why not? So, I mean, that that's really all I have. And I, I think looking forward, it looks good for Destiny going forward. I think it's a shame that we wanted this game to be what it's eventually going to be. We wanted that at launch. I think anybody in the community will agree that we wanted there to be more to this game at launch than there was. Yeah. Um... Well, it's the same complaint you could level at Destiny 1. Granted, you came late to the game when it was pretty much an already finished game, but for those of us that played Destiny 1 when it started, it, it within three years, we got there. Like, by, by year three, it was what we wanted. Yeah. So I sort of expected the same thing with Destiny 2, to them, like, start somewhere. And even even after we we first got Destiny 2, those, that first couple weeks to the first month, it was, it was great. It was yeah. awesome. And yeah. once you get past that first month, then it's like, now what? Yes. Yeah. The grind and, is real. The grind is real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and I think part of that comes from the fact that we just came from you know the end of Destiny One, where there was so much content at the end of that game, and in this type of game, don't get me wrong, I would have rather they not reset us with a Destiny Two. I would have rather it just been another huge expansion. And a huge yeah. update to the whole game and have all the content yeah. from Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 in one big game. Yes, I would have loved that. But they chose not to go that route, so be it. And we're at a new game. We weren't going to have three and a half years worth of content at launch of a new game. Right. Well, they so, want to they keep people hooked and keep them playing for those three years. So what's the best way to do that? Dribble in content every couple months to keep people coming back after they get bored. Right. They just have to hope that they don't alienate their player base by waiting so long between updates that people get so bored they don't want to come back. Yeah, and I think that's what they're looking at now is trying to solidify the base of the players to make it a more enjoyable all-around experience in between updates. Yeah. Something people want to come back to. Give me, you know, like for me, Destiny 1, I kept going back to play that Wrath on the Machine raid to get that ship from the raid. It took me 60-some completions to get that ship. But I got it eventually. You know, like, <laughs> I made, it, I got to that promised land at some point, but it gave me a reason. That extremely low drop, that extremely, that elite feeling gear that was there gave me a reason to go back and continually play it. And everybody has their own reasons. But whatever that reason is, it needs to be there for everyone. And yeah. I think it'll keep it alive. 
what they're doing, I think it'll be perfectly fine in the long run. I think they're going to lose more players over the course of this first year, and they're going to gain most of all the same ones back come year two. So I think they're really going to turn around all the mistakes that they did make, I think are going to be turned around by year two. Yeah, I think if they do a content drop like Taken King sometime in year two, everybody's going to come back, because Taken King was an awesome content update for Destiny 1. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun playing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what I anticipate, is year two is going to drop a huge, awesome update like that, and we're all going to end up very happy with where it ends up at that point. It's going to cost us another 40 to $60, but... I, You know what? I'll happily throw it down. I threw down $100 <laughs> how many months ahead for Destiny 2 when it launched, and I'm not disappointed with that yet. I know a lot of people might be. I'm not yeah. one of them. I'm still playing the game pretty much every day. So it, it's still, to me, the best shooter experience there is. Um, oh, the gameplay's tight. Like, it's it's really hard to find a better shooter experience. Yeah. And that, to me, is what keeps me coming back. Point. Yeah. Toy like a toyga. Toy like a toyga. But that's really all I have. And I'm looking forward to what's to come. Nice. Uh, all right, well, any, well done. Any future thoughts from you guys on any of it? I'm excited. Yeah. I, I'm actually talking about it kind of makes me want to play now. <laughs> there you go. See, it's everything, and I was the same way with Destiny 1, where I get it so into it for a while, and I just have to step away and just yeah. take a break, and well, that way I appreciate I'm, it yeah. more when I come back. That's why I'm kind of glad, like, right now I'm playing Assassin's Creed, and that's all I've been playing, and and, and so it's kind of making me miss it a little bit, not especially, like, talking about it, but I just yeah. read, like, the new, like, updates that are coming for Assassin's Creed, and I'm like, oh, that sounds really fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> So. Yeah, it never fails. Whenever Destiny updates something, I'm like, oh, all right, I got to try this new thing and see see if it hooks me. And it'll hook me for a week or two, and then I might need another break after that. But mm-hmm. it's still it's still one of those games that I still come back to. It might oh, be yeah. a few weeks, but I'll, I'll always come back to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You figure how long we played Destiny 1. I mean, we played Destiny 1 until Destiny 2 came out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we really did. <laughs> yeah, I definitely get my money's worth out of those games. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so that wraps you up, right? That's all yeah. we got through your outline? Yeah, all, all wrapped up. Uh, I'll let you do your usual outro. Uh, I'll allow yeah, the host n- to do this thing. <laughs> there's not not too much left. Well, you did a nice job. Good jo- good job for your first little little hosting extravaganza there. Maybe I have a future in it. <laughs> Kudos to you. Probably not. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right, so that'll wrap it up for our Destiny talk. Uh, we'll see what we do next week. I have a feeling there will probably be some trailers to talk about next week if we want to get together for that. Super Bowl is probably going to drop some trailers. Uh, we did get a trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp early in the week, which I would talk about because I actually really like that one. Looks fun. And Looks awesome. Uh, from what I'm hearing rumor-wise, by the time we try to record next week, we might even have a trailer for Solo finally. Venom. Venom's Shit. supposed to get one too. Venom yeah. got raided, but I think they're still thinking a week or two before we see it. So it might not be out in time to talk about it. But I've been wrong before, so we'll see. Um, Alright, so if you've enjoyed the show, please stop by iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Be sure to share, subscribe, favorite the show wherever you decide to listen, whether it's iTunes or somewhere else. As always, you can find us on Facebook. Search for Bright Guy and Super Friends or go to facebook.com slash Bright Guy Super Friends. 
And you can send us questions, comments, topics, suggestions, any of that stuff there. Or you can email us, bryguysuperfriends at gmail.com, or tweet us at bgsuperfriends on Twitter. Neither of those I check very often, so if you've sent something to us, I probably haven't checked in a month, so we'll get to you eventually. On behalf of Andy, Mike, Mike, and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.